It's now the 10th of August, 2020. A little has happened since the recording of both episodes 24 and episodes 25 of the Kiwi and the Emu. I'm Elise Lonsdale, just letting you know it is quite difficult living under these lockdowns. Melbourne has since gone into a stage 4 lockdown. Of course, there are the personal problems associated with life. They also get in the way, so it's not just corona. I do apologise for the delay in the production, the recording and the subsequent production of this episode. So please enjoy both episodes 24, this episode, and 25. We have Clive Lansing and and Mary Snackenberg from Auckland. Enjoy the episode. There's a story, is it true? The Kiwi has a brother. The Aussies call him Emu. He runs around all Uluru They've been mates, that wingless pair The ones up here and ones down there A pair of Anzacs stuck like glue The Kiwi and the Emu Hello and welcome to the Kiwi and the Emu A podcast exploring the experience of blind and vision impaired Australasians Living through the Corona experience Two countries, two different approaches with similar outcomes the Kiwi and the Emu. And it's the 29th of July 2020 and the shenanigans continue all across the Commonwealth of Australia. Probably not so much across the uh, across the ditch, but we'll find out about that in a minute. Hi, Carolyn. I'm Elise Lonsdale. How are you doing, Carolyn? Oh, we're doing pretty good here. Um, things are pretty quiet over this t- side of the water. We've had a few people re- in recent days trying to escape from quarantine, etc. So but here. nothing too dramatic. We've been rounded up again, and that so that's all good. Unbelievable, isn't it? They and and these people who went came all the way from Brisbane, did they not? Got yes. into New Zealand to attend a wedding and only had an hour to a go funeral. before the... Oh, funeral, sorry. An hour yep. to go before the official decision were to be handed down and then they cleared off. Is that right? Yes, yes, yes. What a stupid pack of idiots. <laughs> I mean, so they spent all that money to come across from, what, somewhere in Queensland to Auckland or, or wherever. Yeah. W- wound up waiting for a decision the decision had actually ironically been made in their favor to attend the said yep. funeral and you'd think oh too easy just hang and said what do they do they cut their way, way out of jail or something that's like the great escape <laughs> it's very sad for all the rest of the family and that it sort would of be thing terribly too. sad mm. we are broadcasting from the wonderful porch where it's a beautiful 13 degrees here in in germana on the Stunning morning to Peninsula. We've got to say stunning morning to Peninsula because if we don't, we could probably get in trouble. It's been a beautiful sunny day. I've just been spending the sun uh, the last couple of hours with the sun on my face while I've been training a client, and that has gone off very well. But over in the west, another Clive is causing some some difficulties for the Western Australian government because of these border closures. They're, well, I've even said on this show they are questionable at a constitutional level, to say the point. Uh, so we have a situation where the Clive Palmer, the million the multi-billionaire uh has decided that he couldn't get into to wa to see some people in uh may so he's mounted a high court challenge which is currently now in australia's federal court and will probably go to the high court and that will and could have implications on all of the border closures within the commonwealth of australia uh, over in Queensland, they have now decided to banish Sydney, Greater Sydney. Anyone from the Greater Sydney metropolitan area is now, like the Melbourne people, a pariah. So you will not be getting into Queensland after Saturday if 
you come from the greater Sydney area. Down south in Melbourne, we are looking at yet more cases, although it is below 300 today. I haven't seen the message, uh, but it is in the 200s, which fortunately is good for us because we are enduring a the halfway point of a three of a six week, I beg your pardon, lockdown, much of which has been caused by very, I guess you could say, cranky and I guess you could say somewhat, uh, let me say, amorous or horny security guards in hotels meant to be minding the patrons as they do their two or three oh, week well. quarantine. And so there you go. We have some very excitable security guards which leaked the virus. It has now gotten into Victoria's aged care sector. So that has been a very unfortunate situation. Meanwhile, Melbourne pays the price and has now entered its second lockdown. That is the state of play at the end of July 2020. Oh, well, we've got some very interesting people for people to listen to on our podcast. Indeed, we do. Who have we got today, Carolyn? We have got Mary Schneckenberg and Clive Lansink. Um, Mary was for quite a number of years the manager of the library at what is now known as Blind and Low Vision NZ that was in those days the Blind Foundation Mm -hmm. and um, but she also owns her own business with Clive and um, they produce do a lot of braille production and heavily involved with as the Secretary of Blind Citizens New Zealand. Clive has worked in IT at the Blind yes. Foundation and he's a, done a law degree. And he himself is also the treasurer of Blind Citizens. Wow, so very community-based people we've got mm. here. And I hope my level wasn't too low when I did the editorial at the beginning. Oh, there'll be a bit more editing for me to do. That's what happens when you set stuff up. So that is really good because I know Clive's gone from technology to law. Is that correct? Well, you could say that. Well, I, I can't uh, keep away from technology and I... I, uh, I I guess I've never practiced law in the end. I was too too old. Um, oh, okay. Because I'm you know I'm over sixty. So when I when I graduated um, with my law degree, I was uh, maybe um, in my fifties, early fifties, or that kind of time. And um, to work those twelve-hour days, you know, in mm. law law firms, the way they treat you as as juniors wasn't really going to work for me. So I didn't actually. Um, uh, become a practicing lawyer but I've used my law degree um, it's been very handy with respect to doing the you know advocacy on human rights and yes and um, disability related stuff so it's it's it, it's great to have that that knowledge absolutely yes yep oh that's that's absolutely fantastic well I tell you what they, they, I've been waiting to interview these people right from pretty much the get-go from the early days of our podcast and finally we snared them Clive Lansing Mary Schneckerberg welcome to the corona couch great thank you nice to be here <laughs> as, long, as, long as, we, as long as we don't have to wear masks I'll be fine oh, <laughs> yeah. bloody terrible I had I had one on before and uh, I'll just tell you a very quick story and I've actually got an exemption because I have a, a respiratory illness plus plus also I did cite an interesting thing for vision impaired people you know we we go a lot on our um what do we call it facial uh, well spatial awareness and s- face sight you know knowing where we are in space without having to see I have a friend who's very, very particularly good at this, and I actually am very good, even though I've got vision. And it's like me having not 
Well, one extra sensory knocked out if I've got this stuff. I don't wear hats for that reason, unless it's a very yeah, I hot absolutely day. agree. I, um, yep. I know what yep. it's like to you know put something over your ears and over, then, over your ears or over your face. Yeah, you just, just lose that extra uh, bit of sense there. Well, when yeah. I was sick last year, I said to a mobility instructor, I was doing some work with uh, GDB here in Victoria, Guide Dogs Victoria, to to work on some um, eye beacons, and uh, I said, I'm actually walking around town. I can see where various streets are. I can sort of hear stuff, but I cannot feel... It's almost like I was detached from the universe. Mm. So I couldn't... It was like I could have been walking anywhere. I might as well have been walking through a TV show. You know, there was no reality to this at all. So I, was, I likened myself to an iOS device running on minimal connectivity. <laughs> and I just couldn't connect. I just couldn't connect to the universe. So that, I, they are my two reasons. I've got my exemption, and the doctor has supported that. So there it is. We are not. I am not wearing masks unless I have to go into a shop like I did today. I put on the mask before I broke it. And uh, do you think I could find where the bloody Albert was? Now, do we all know what Alberts we are? Do. We do. We, we do. We don't want them in New Zealand. <laughs> and no. Vision, Vision Australia, if, if you are listening, it's a big fat, it's a big fat dodo <laughs> to you fellas because you supported this stuff. And uh, they are evil, 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 and they are the, for people who are, are not in the know, they are big, huge tablet-type uh, FPOS terminals, and I couldn't even work out where to put my Apple Watch. I, 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 could, I just couldn't work out where I was in space. So um, I got my meat pie. I eventually got, after about three attempts, to pay the bloody thing uh, with my Apple Watch. I got out of the shop, ripped off the mask, broke it, and <laughs> consequently had my pie outside and then went to the bottle shop, and the lady said, you haven't got a mask, but we don't mind. <laughs> and I said, I actually oh, have a letter. Well, you might be arrested one day if you. <laughs> oh well, I'll but say you, here's my letter. Here's your I letter. Have... You keep your letter handy all the yes, time. I yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, yes, indeed, I do. Yeah. Yep. So that's my little mask incident yeah. after a week of, of, of them being supposed well mandatory, I guess, for yeah. people in the lockdown zone yeah. of Melbourne and uh, the Mitchell Shire. But Carolyn, yes. I'm going to get you to well. leave the questions for Clive and Mary because it's actually their turn, not mine. It is, yes. And firstly, we, as we start with everybody, we just want you to give us an idea of what everyday life was like for both of you before everything went crazy around about the 20th of March. Well, um, <laughs> look, <laughs> the thing is, uh, our lifestyle here, since we both uh, work from home and and we do um, I do help Mary with her business her braille production and she had started to do some some work uh, earlier in the year before things went crazy but our lifestyle you see is is very much um, although we have a an office upstairs that we both use I tend to not go there because um, if I'm up in the office um, I'm going to be distracted by listening to what she's doing. So I generally take my laptop and go somewhere else, down, downstairs into the living room and, and stay there for the day. So we tend to work in different parts of the house during the day, um, see each other a couple of times, and then, of course, you know, we get together at, at dinner time and cook the meal together. So that's kind of our lifestyle. Um, <clears throat> we, we do have our own sort of meetings and, and, and other things that we do that we go to um, but I have to say even in the beginning of, of this year and in, in those first two or three months especially after February New Zealand was already becoming um, aware of COVID-19 I, rem I remember going to a meeting of Auckland Transport yes. uh, in March 
when we still could go to meetings. But yeah. this was a, an isolating, this was a meeting in which we had to observe social isolation. So it, it was before the lockdown, but but people were already oh. reacting to the so we're sort of I went to such a meeting too yes, and we were sort of three one point five meters apart yeah, and that's it's right like, and this we're is all odd. that's right we're all around the room sitting um, totally isolated from each other I thought it was weird but you know it, mm. it, you can understand that that was already happening even even in March uh, so um, but because we don't um, go out to work, we say so we're, we're home a lot of the time these days and just going out for the engagements that we would go out to and going out to restaurants and things like that with, with friends and so on. Um, so that was that's the kind of lifestyle we have and um, um, just doing our, a lot yep. of our work on computer mm-hmm. and, and you know, uh, Mary's using... Uh, sending stuff to the embosses, which are right down in the garage, which they're quite noisy, of course. Uh, and um, yeah, so so that's where we were at, and um, and you know uh, we just come out of this long hot um, summer. In fact, we were still in it. Uh, we've had mm-hmm. a real drought in Auckland for for months, uh, and uh, Auckland uh, Aucklanders now have been told to save water because our water supplies. Um, very much uh, lower than it should be, even at this time of the year. Um, yes. So we've had this long um, summer with just no rain and and just fine day after fine day, you know, and and uh, which was good from a <laughs> from the point of view of just <laughs> in, enjoying enjoying ourselves and going out and you know having a glass of wine or something in the evening and 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 all that sort of stuff that you would do or that we would do. Um, before, as I said, before um, things just uh, turn crazy at the end of March. Yeah, I don't know if Mary has anything to add, but uh, yeah. no, that's that's about how life is for us or was for us before yeah. COVID. And and the other thing that we were doing um, uh, was going to various audio described events and also to the Auckland Philharmonia concerts. And they're, they're all great fun because you have to turn your phone off. No one can bother you. And you can actually absolutely mm. escape <laughs> from what, whatever yep. is going on. And, and at the beginning of February, I put together um, this year's worth of audio-described events around New Zealand, a document which was, um, I think it's something like 37 events from – seven different organizations it was a huge document and and i got so much fun out of this and i thought now if i really wanted to i could go to new plymouth to see this particular thing which isn't on in auckland and various other things that i was thinking oh this is kind of interesting next thing COVID 19 and and, and it's all all cancelled there was some (laughs) great shows in the auckland arts festival um there um yeah, the, and and we we did get to see a couple which um, were was were, were, which were great, um, but they were all cut short and um, quite quite depressing really, and no um, no audio described events of course except um, that the Royal New Zealand Ballet um, had organised themselves um, with the support of audio described Aotearoa mm-hmm. and so they got their YouTube channel going and about 1500 blind and low vision people from all around the world watched four different ballets across um, a three-week period um, during during the lockdown 
um, that were all audio described and we got heaps of feedback about that um, because ballet is something that normally blind people well you've got to be joking yes we, we actually talked about that with um Mm. Uh, with Nicola and oh, Paul. Nicola and Paul, yes. Nicola and Paul, yes. Nicola and Paul, yes. They did a great job. Mm. It, it was terrific. And, yes. and Royal New Zealand Ballet, likewise. <coughs> and then we got our first opera on um, on TV One. Um, That's right, and, we did too. And, yes. uh, audio described opera, that is, sorry. Um, mm. And mm. over Queen's birthday weekend um, for us. So... Um, there was a lot of efforts went on um, during during the lockdown in New Zealand to provide as as best they could um, different um, different distraction programs in the in the evenings on radio, and also there was the opportunity to um, to catch up with podcasts and, and different things that you didn't have time for. Clive and I sat down and watched the. Yes, the Kiwi yeah, in the year. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I don't think no, we were going no. through your lockdown. No, I think no, we started no, just be, just Clive, after it, didn't Clive we? And I yeah. listened to the uh, BBC World Service Apollo 13 broadcast. And, and oh, yes. yes anyone who's interested, mm. um, Radio New Zealand has a Our Changing World program on Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. And they, um, Alison Balance, who runs it, has been down to the South Pole. Or well, actually, not quite. And she's been to Antarctica. Down to Antarctica, Antarctica. Yeah. and uh, she put together has put together um, eight episodes. They're just twenty minutes long. Really good stereo yep. recordings. Wow! Unbelievable crunch of the snow and the ice and the different sounds. Um, it's and, and and she got a hydrophone down under the ice to record uh, whittled seals. And such mm. an amazing sound that I kind of wonder if she's been visiting the BBC Radiophonics workshop. But, um, mm. She claims they're real live weather seals properly recorded by her. And most amazing sounds. So if you want to go on the rnz.co.nz website, look for our changing world. Um, and yep. the, um, yeah, there's some really good wonderful, stuff. Wonderful, um, wonderful, she's, wonderful. That she's done. Really, really good. Wow. Yep. Oh no, they've got some superb stuff on the BBC, haven't they? And and of course, so along comes the twenty third of March, and that announcement from Jacinda Ardern, our Prime Minister. And I know that we and blind citizens had some events coming up that needed to be reorganised very quickly in bits and pieces. And Mary, you were responsible for a lot of that. So, how did? the announcement impact and, and and what processes did you have to go through to try and sort things out as a result? Well, I remember it very clearly. Um, when I first heard the announcement about we were going into level three and then two days time we'd be in level four I think it was a Monday afternoon and it was a, mm-hmm. it was the five o'clock or four o'clock news or something that I heard this on and my first reaction I said to Mary look I'm going to get a taxi and head off to Liquorland because it's going to be I'm going to need to <laughs> we're going to need to stop because I knew I that, love it the news had made it very clear that only essential services would be open. I said, well, I'm sure the liquor stores aren't going to be essential. <laughs> so that was but the first thing I did. I've got your essential services happening right away. <laughs> they they um, were only considered essential if you lived in West Auckland. West Auckland, I heard that's that. right. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> um, so that was the first thing we did. But, but then um, 
really we we thought about um, how we were going to get our groceries and um, and a couple of things happened when when mm. things really hit the fan a couple of days later we were really in in some trouble because uh, we we needed to get our grocery orders but by this time the websites were sort of crashing and and there were seven day delays yeah um, and um, so we I remember uh, one one thing I did because we got into we we got this under control after a, a week or two, but the very few first few days were quite a bit stressful because um, we knew we couldn't get certain things. Yeah. And I found a um, a place that would do click and collect, and it was in Queen Street, which is only a few kilometres from where we live. And mm. I thought, okay, well, I will do. Do the click and collect thing and go and buy a taxi to 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 get it that will at least get our essentials and we, we then um had a kind neighbor who uh, who actually went in and got them for us so um to do the click and collect thing um but when she got home only a, a few of the goods were there and most of the goods hadn't actually been fulfilled in the order so you and I, you couldn't mm. tell you couldn't tell <laughs> Uh, by just looking at the order, what was going to so these were the sort of the surprises that we kept um, bumping up against. You know, you'd you'd shop for things and then things wouldn't be delivered. Yeah, uh, I heard about all that in yeah. New Zealand. There was all this had to wait up till midnight right. to find well, the right that's, yeah, and that's, that's yeah, we 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 cottoned on to that, and <laughs> so um, th- that was the idea. I'd I'd have to stay up till midnight. Uh, that was just an excuse, really, to have a little scotch, <laughs> a little late-night scotch, I think. Yes, thought. and if anyone heard me pouring a drink now, it is orange juice, uh, okay. um, just in the background there, because um, the wine has gone inside with our guest. Okay, so, we, we yes, we, we learned about the uh, the midnight trick, um, yes. and, of course, that was still a seven-day delay, so you were getting yep. okay. you were getting the seventh day when it opened, Yes. At midnight, because all of the deliveries were full up to that point, you wow, see. So, that's incredible. So, um, so you'd sit there at like midnight on a Tuesday night, order your stuff. You'd have to wait Monday. for the next till the Monday. Yeah, look, we had a few issues with that here, I think, but it, it mm. seemed to be really bad in NZ from what Carolyn was it, saying. It was for two or three weeks, um, and yeah. it slowly got better. It slowly got okay. better. Um, they in, introduced a system to give priority to. Uh, vulnerable people, so but I think said what they, they were really, vulnerable. Yeah. I think what they yeah. really learned from that was that <laughs> most people who could were actually physically going to the shops. So yes. the onliners were the vulnerable people anyway. Yep. Um, but over time, they just managed to ramp up their um, delivery service, and yep. you know things got better after after three to four weeks. Things were going pretty well, um, and we also. Um, we couldn't get much meat at, at one stage. And I remembered a, uh, a company that used to have a premises here in, in Rimuera where we live, but they'd closed mm. down, but they still had a mail um, order place. So I contacted their website and put in a big order for, of meat, which that did come. Yep. It came two days later. So that sorted that out. Uh, yep. and, um, and, yeah, over, over those first few days, it was a bit... Um, uh, rough and ready, but we we sort of got there, and um, after a couple of weeks, we'd got into a rhythm. We knew we had to sort of think a week ahead, uh, and um, but in the meantime, you know, we were 
we were having a good time just cooking good meals and and as I said we'd stocked up on the on the lubrications to go with it <laughs> so life was pretty good you know really and and um and we had all this time to um you know to sort of do stuff so um you know Mary's already said out one of our interests is is, is in music so we had plenty yep. of time to play music yep. I love doing um, I'm still very um, committed to writing software and stuff so I actually use mm. the time to sit down and and learn some some stuff about uh, programming in C++ which I hadn't uh, done right. for a yep. long time so I thought oh, I've got some time to just you know well you got some time to catch up I was hoping some, some of that time too to like catch that. Yeah, yeah to just, learn some stuff and, yeah, and I didn't get much of an opportunity because I, I was able to keep supporting clients online well that was like, good oh, yeah. Kept, yeah yeah it was great in that respect I kept uh, working but I didn't get time to do much research other than to learn how to make podcasts well, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> which has been a good thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so really, for us, um, the lockdown was was reasonably uneventful. But yep. but one thing we were doing, and Mary was doing quite a bit of work, so she can talk about it. We were taking calls from people who were having difficulties, and some of our um, members of Blind Citizens New Zealand, people perhaps with additional disabilities, all their home support services had had been canned, and they really were in some trouble. You know, um, mm, a couple of these people, were. and um, we had to get on the phone and do some advocacy to get them to connect to connect them with um, disability support services that we knew were operating, and mm. and. And um, and really, at, at one stage, had to get quite heavily involved, just to ensure that these people had someone to do their shopping for them and to and to and to help them, because all of those services for a lot of people had just been canned without warning. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So I, I guess this is it. So Monday afternoon, you had your da- you, you had your. Oh, stage yeah, three yeah, lockdown, which yeah, really yeah. only lasted forty eight hours, and then that's boom! Right. And Wednesday night, Wednesday we were night into it. Yes. you're accredited. Yeah, yeah, yeah and we that's right. And then within the next few days after that was we when we started to realise uh, people were in some trouble. Just just a few people, but these were people with, um, you know, as I say, with with additional disabilities, and they were yes. turning to us for for help because we're well known mm. uh, through Blind Citizens, really, as a consumer mm. organisation. So we were doing a bit of that work as well. In those sort of counselling people, talking well, to people. Yeah, and, and helping them with their advocacy. Helping to, them yes, ask the yes. right questions or if, if necessary, yes. Ah, yes, yes. Um, with their permission, we would make the phone calls for them. And we were yeah, very right. careful yep. to get their permission about that because otherwise yep. you get into real trouble. Get in a bit of trouble. Sometimes yep. they were getting either they got the wrong information or they misunderstood mm. the information. You couldn't really tell. Mm. Um, but of course, we also knew the what we thought was the correct information because, you know, in in uh, in our community, the 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 uh, the email lists work pretty well, and so when yes, people have information to share. Uh, it gets out there fairly quickly, but of course these people are not on email and not getting that information. So, uh, some of the stories they were being told by uh, their providers fiction. was um, was quite fictional. Mm. Fiction, and, and so, fictional, yeah. <laughs> um, we had to sort of explain to them, well, no, it's not quite like that. But obviously, when you when your understanding is limited anyway, we felt mm. that the only way we could really um, 
uh, help these people was to say, look, would you like us to ring on your behalf and, and get something sorted? And they would say, yes, please. And, and Yeah. And oh, that's would, lovely of you. And then we would go and, and, and go up the tree, you know, through the chain of command to see if we could sort something out and and I think in one case we actually found a different provider for that person because that their provider just wasn't um uh, sure. wasn't functioning properly and not giving the service so and they weren't going to i mean one of the comments was well haven't they got family who can help them and the answer no. is well no and then they're all locked down anyway you know volunteers yeah, yeah. and uh, somebody was saying well what about their church well look the church is all locked down yeah. yeah. Yes, indeed. And 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 I guess um, we had it here in Australia because we only had a, a, a three. What do you call it? A you know a stage three lockdown. Um, you, you could still, if you were going out to care for somebody, if you were going out to whether it be a family member or a you know support paid thing through our NDIS or whatever, whatever other funder, um, and you were you were sort of asked what what you were doing, you could you could if you could prove that they'd let you through. Uh, whereas in New Zealand, I don't even think that was available. Um, that it was. I think to it some was. Extent, but, yeah. oh, okay. but the problem, the problem was really that um, this isn't so much a family thing as more just the com- the way these commercial disability support provider organisations work, and so yes. they were making managerial decisions about their own oh. staff safety. Staff, never uh, mind which, the service is, to the. Which is fine, but, yeah. but it didn't. But it did. Well, it's a minefield because they have a duty of care to their staff. But what exactly, about their clients? Exactly. And we felt yeah. uh, that 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 two or three yeah. of these clients um, that were calling us for help were just like the uh, the got the raw end of the prawn, as <laughs> we'd say here exactly, in Australia. Exactly. So right. yeah. what what yeah. we were able to do because we kind of know our way around Auckland, what we were able to do was escalate to the assessors who had assessed these clients for whatever the service was. And we said, look, we don't understand why the service provider X is, is doing these things, but would you please step in and rescue these guys? Which they did. Yeah. And, the, and, they did. and not yeah. only, but also the uh, assessing organisation stepped up to the plate and checked oh, on a whole heap of other people in Auckland. And they, they've got about 11,000 people to check on, but they, they the people realized that they had to go back to the the assessor and um and they went back to the assessor and said look here's the problem Mm -hmm. and they organized the the most vulnerable people and organized regular um calls for them but it wasn't just um our group that were affected i was listening to um on a zoom meeting this afternoon uh, with one of the other new zealand very large new zealand organizations that provides what used to be called state houses um, now public houses oh, yes. in New mm. Zealand and they have Is that uh, Housing Corp or something? Yeah, yeah. well, Kaingahora yeah. now yeah. anyway, they yeah. um, they have 64,000 houses and goodness knows how many tenants. They made 48,000 calls during lockdown um, and the, the, their staff couldn't get out so they <clears> hopped on the phones a bit like the, the Foundation of the Blind staff, they were on the phones phoning mm. our members and they found mm. out all sorts of things, including, as mm. we did, people who didn't have um, if, um, uh, uh, electronic transaction cards um, that, that oh, they yeah. oh, operated really? in cash only and would go to the bank to get the cash wow. out. 
Yeah, and all of those sort of things just weren't um, because you couldn't do cash. Because we've missed out on that, haven't we? You know, I've heard of people doing that. You know, they're just, you know, they're not doing the FPOS thing and all of a sudden you think, there are people out there that still go to the bank, absolutely. get their money, and, and carry it on, them and then yes, go absolutely. off and um, get to the end of their money, and then go next payday to yes. the bank again. Yes. And, and, and yes, it's it's yes. amazing because we've forgotten, we've yeah. moved on from that, and no, yet there and are some facets of society that haven't moved right. on from that. And they really would have um, would have felt um, you know felt oh, the, quite the quite out of place. The thing yeah. that yeah. has bothered me a great deal is just how many of our mm. people aren't online, and. One of the things, yeah, okay. uh, one of the pieces of software that Clive's famous for is our telephone information service that's run by the yes, foundation. Yes, yes, I'm aware of and that. And so we, um, we went to a lot of trouble to figure out, okay, what's the information that we're getting online that needs to be put onto the telephone information service for people who aren't receiving it? And we, the other thing I've discovered is an awful lot of our people just listen to talkback radio, which is fine, except that mm. the information conveyed over talkback radio is usually callers' opinions about goodness knows what. And some of them are absolute mm-hmm. rubbish. And so the yeah. most important thing is, okay, what is, what is the accurate, reliable information that we have to convey? And it's fortunately, um, the Auckland Branch Committee has got um, about half a dozen people who just are on a roster to run the feedback line um, on a monthly mm. roster. And so Clive was looking after it in March and we had a um, Cena who was looking after it in April. And, and Yes, Cena's yeah, been on this program. Our, yeah. our yes, Cena? Yes, yep. and yep. our Cena was, everybody's differently great. We had really good people running running those programs and Paul was back in May and I mm. think Clive did June and I'm looking after July mm. um, and and uh, people help take our minds off things like I, I was listening to Cena one day and, I, and she was telling us about her walks around the neighbourhood with her guide dog listening to all the families who were outside talking to each other in a way that she doesn't normally hear and she was having a wonderful time telling us about all this not well it was just so, was so quiet, quiet in the city <laughs> we had yeah. my favorite bird the more pork we we had heaps of more porks at night we had just about every bird going that you could hear because the traffic wasn't there and i kept saying mm-hmm. to god there must be awful lot of sirens must be lots of fires and police and everything and i finally decided that there weren't any more fires or police than normal and probably less um that what i was hearing was sirens way way off that weren't being drowned by the traffic um mm. and and so it was yeah it was definitely quiet, a different an amazing uh, sound Mm-hmm. So were you? And then we had to have a um, we had a branch meeting oh, yes. um, of yes. just yes. over thirty. Was that on we Zoom? And that was on yes. Zoom because we couldn't yeah. do it. Meetings on Zoom. We'd, yeah, in the end, we had two yep. of those. Yep. And, wow. And, and yeah, and that actually worked very well. Now you have to. Um, like when it's just the four of us here, that's no problem. But when you've got as mm. many as that, you do have to um, manage it quite quite strongly. Um, and I had to learn very quickly how to do that, muting mm. everybody. And so that mm. there's only uh, people who want to speak um, can unmute themselves and speak. And then you mute them and they go off. Um, you know, Otherwise, you've just got so much background noise. But Indeed. it worked very well. We had a couple of guest speakers and... Uh, 
in um, March and June. It did. We got, we got quite large we numbers for those. Yeah. And we've realised yeah. now that, yes, we do need to run face-to-face meetings, but we also need to um, um, Zoom people in. Um, there are people who, even if we run our taxi scheme, which we do, it's a significantly subsidised taxi scheme, even if we run our taxi mm. scheme to get people in and out, People don't want to give up an hour sitting around in a taxi on a Saturday afternoon. Thank you very much. Um, not everybody mm. is willing to do that. And one of our people comes all the way across from Waiheke Island. So he gives up about two hours worth of travel in order to um, turn up to our meeting. And so, Well, the room that we use um, at Blind Low Vision when we do meet face-to-face has actually got quite a, a neat, uh, relatively new um, PA system in there. And it's got a... Um, a, a USB plug. You, you plug your laptop into that, and and you've basically then got your a sound card. Uh, yeah, it's basically Ooh, awesome. Of, yeah, and and you can <laughs> so you can, so you zoom. can get a direct direct it's feed like, off. So it. anybody uh, speaking into the uh, wireless mic comes through the Zoom, and anybody speaking through the Zoom meeting comes through the speaker. So it, um, I have that to. That is fantastic. Yeah, that it, is good. It, it, I have played with it. I need to play with it again because we obviously mm-hmm. are going to want to do that and. Um, so um, at least the equipment is there. Uh, yep. The equipment is there to do it, which is um, which is cool. Oh, I hear the Blind Foundation are pretty good at uh, yeah, microphones in those areas. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when when you don't when you don't think yeah, they're exactly. on, they might still be yes, on. So. <laughs> indeed. Yes, their reputation. Yes. <laughs> it's a bit of a reputation for that. And, indeed. And, and and of course we had our um, we had one, two, three committee oh, meetings. By online yeah, yeah. wow that's really as, good as, yeah. and we well. also had yeah. different mm. members were having catch-ups um drinking oh, yes, mm. we would, right. yes. Yep. yes we would yes. um get together with, with friends from different wine. parts and oh well, yeah got the glass of wine all oh, the whiskey yeah, yeah well yep. because you couldn't do it face to face but at least you could do it in in uh sort of remotely and and uh and catch up with people and almost like being in their company but not not mm. quite the same thing but still very similar and we would sit outside it was sunny uh, and mm. um, yeah just enjoy a drink and talk to people and yeah I used to say when I signed off from my job I do on a Friday uh, which we've been doing on Zoom which is that support skills program you've often probably heard me re- reference on this program yeah. I'll go off and say well all the teachers stay back for a bit of a debriefing after the kids go <laughs> offline and I'll go, right, it's, it's whiskey o'clock. <laughs> There's a certain theme running through this interview, you can tell. <laughs> yes, well, I did enjoy well. my Bushmills. I will enjoy my Bushmills I bought earlier. Oh, that's good. The sun <laughs> is always over the yard arm somewhere in the world. Yeah. Oh, it is, isn't it? That's it right. definitely yeah. is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've been running to for, for the WhatsApp group that Elise and I are involved with, and we called our Zoom room the AB. BC Arms. Oh, good <laughs> we, on you. we did, yes. The Australasian Blind Chat Arms, the ABC oh, yes, Arms. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems to have stuck, hasn't it? The ABC yeah. Arms is open tonight, yeah. and you don't have to worry about social distancing. No. The, the drinks are on you, your own self. On your Bring own whatever self. you want. Yep, and that's it. So if you've got plenty, yeah. like I tend to, mm. no yeah. worries. You know, yes. it's all good. Oh, that's good. That's good. Mm. Yeah, so a lot of humour about. So once lockdown, of course, um, we got through level four, and we and it was announced we were heading back through the levels. Mm. Um, what was the let your hair down moment for both of you? Oh, not having to blim and cook. Um, 
getting delivered. <laughs> um, oh, you didn't even get you, you couldn't even get Uber Eats. It no, was really we, sad. We didn't get deliveries till level three, and um, so we yeah, sorted yeah. up the guys from up the road, and we had our Thai, and we had our Italian, and we had our um, uh, Indian, and um, and mm. and they were great. They. <laughs> They delivered very happily to us. You got some nice yes, shops there around are. there. I've been to a yeah, few yeah, of them. Yeah, you've been to a couple of guys. them. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. You got, and we'll intend to do that when I next get back there. <laughs> I've got you on the program to come and see all the Auckland Blind Tribe. And and yes. one of our um, good friends had had a birthday, and um, so there was a there was a gathering of I don't know whether it was six or eight of us at a mm. at a nice restaurant. So that was our first. Yes. I think it might first have been our first big Friday restaurant, restaurant. Mm. Uh, meal again right, yep. um, after the after the lockdown was um, uh, after we could go out. I mean, I think you had to be so, at level two yeah. for that. I, yeah, level so three was level deliveries. Three, they could do deliveries, or you could go. I mean, I think I yeah, it's a bit like away. it is here. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. can get take we can get takeaway if we go yeah. to a restaurant. We were doing. Um, oh, we got some Chinese the other night. My sister had to go down and get it. Um, yeah. but they were doing a roaring oh, trade. Oh yeah, No level three stop um, us from trading. Yep, that's right. I walked up to our restaurants and got um, got things, and um, but we learned that really the easiest thing was for them to deliver to us. Indeed. Uh, and just you, because you had to do the thing online anyway, so you might as well have, mm. and they could deliver it. And they were willing to, they, obviously, they would, they would, they, normally they wouldn't, but that's what they were doing at that time. Oh, that's and, good. And then when we got to level two, obviously, then we could start to actually go out physically to, um, um, to restaurants as long as we followed the, uh, social distancing rules and there were certain rules about maximum number at a table and, and oh, uh, yeah. you know that sort of stuff but we were well within those those limits mm. with with our little groups and just mary and me on our own if it was just us. yeah we went to a restaurant we you know we went that nice reprieve we went to a lovely german restaurant oh, um, nice. and yeah. it was it was lovely yeah. the thing is we had two tables i think we had Six on one table and three or four of us on the other. So we must have had about nine, eight oh, or that's nine a big people. Group. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, we, what I couldn't understand is that we were, we all came in together. We're all blindies. We're all in close proximity together. Some of us had, you know, um, you know, we were really, you know, like walking close together and that sort of stuff. And yet they wanted to separate us because of some silly rule. Because I'm sort of thinking, well, if we were going to get the COVID from one another, we would have got it way well, before we walked into your they restaurant. Weren't, they weren't doing that to us. To us. Mm. If mm. you were in your own bubble or your own group, they, you yeah. could just sit Well, this is it. We're in our own group. Yeah. And, and, and this and what, guy was going on about the tables. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'll, I'll let you finish. Yep. What, yeah, so what they were doing was making sure you weren't going to be too close to anybody else's bubbles. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. fine. I we can understand that. Yeah, but yeah, no, we, no, I, I, yeah. I get that. So me being the uh, pusher of boundaries. <laughs> no, come oh, no, on. I've got a reputation. <laughs> thing. I, I'd never do anything like that. I came up with the idea of saying, okay, so we've had our meal. So what we'll do – because he's going, oh, you cannot, you cannot have any more than six at this table and so many at that table. I said, that's fine. Or we have to do is pull our chairs back from said table. <laughs> you did say table, didn't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, so now we're around, not even around, at a table. around the table and the associated area, there were nine yeah. people. 
<laughs> and our birthday boy really enjoyed That's his day good. out. Yes, very good. Francois. Very good. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> our Francois. Yes. We know Francois. Well, if it's yeah, the Francois yeah. we know. Yeah, yes, it is. It will be. It will be. It will. Ellie and I were there and we, yeah. we had Francois and a lot of other lovely people. Yeah. So it was, yeah. a really, it was a great day out. So I decided that um, we didn't necessarily need the table. What I, what I did no. notice, though, it was when we were able to go out to the restaurants, it was really neat and the staff were so thrilled to see you come through yes. the door. You yes. know. I, I get the impression, at least, that once you rearrange the furniture, they probably gave up. Uh, they did. They, <laughs> they, 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 they did. I think it's a case of the lease is on the case, yeah. give up. <laughs> and, and none of our other party had any opposition to me no. doing this either. No, you know, it was just incredible. I just don't know how it all worked. It just sort of mm. fell together. And just I must a... ask, because there's one other member of the family, how did Yorick cope with the whole Oh well, Yorick was great. I mean, he <laughs> he had no issues, which was just as well. Um, so, um, so so no dramas. Well, of course, Yorick's getting old now. Uh, he'll be retiring very soon. Um, even in the next, you know, maybe month or two, I would, I'm, I'm guessing, because I'm not quite sure how much long. And he's going to be turning 11 in November, and he'll probably retire then anyway if he hasn't retired before then. Mm. So he's and he's doing pretty well for a shepherd in that respect. Yes. Um, but he, yeah. So we, um, we went for a couple of walks, of course, as you, as you would in the, in the quiet times mm. of the lockdown. And at one stage, Mary and I had to walk up to the doctors to get our flu injection, and um, mm. so. It was easiest just to, to, to walk up there. Okay. Normally, Mary normally Mary wouldn't have done that, but um, <laughs> but but we did it um, all three of us, and um, it was extremely quiet. You know, with no virtually mm. no cars. Mary was counting the cars as every thirty seconds. Yeah, or I counted them on the way up, but not on yeah. the way back. It was um, half past eight yeah. on the Saturday morning, and I don't know. New yeah. Zealand, mm. when, when I was growing up, New Zealand um, was a five-day week place. It's now a seven-day yeah. week place, it, even on yes. Saturday morning yes. at half past eight. And I couldn't believe it. It was mm. a 15-minute walk at, at a reasonable yeah. speed, despite what you're implying. But on and that on that particular cars, walk, um, I don't think wow. we, yeah, on that particular walk, I don't think we met many dogs. But on my other walks. Um, There'd be there there'd be just more people out with with dogs, mm. you know? and and so um, Yorick um, can get a bit. Um, um, well, it depends, I guess, on just the dynamic with other with other dogs coming towards him. But you know, you've always got to be on your guard um, mm. and just make sure you've, you're 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 aware of um, the pull on the lead and stuff like that when when other dogs are coming. Um, so coming apart, towards you, yeah. yeah but mm. apart from that, it was um, it, it was you know just so quiet and peaceful being out there walking. But um, that, yeah, that was, was an good. that was an aspect I felt sad about was because the dogs would be pulling as if they wanted to go and greet each other, and yeah, everyone's yeah. pulling back on their dogs. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly right. Dogs don't get it because usually dog people, when they're walking, are quite happy to stand there and have a bit of a natter, aren't they? They can, but, yeah, yeah, that's right. And and um, but no, not on this, not on this, not on this uh, occasion. I mean, no. No, they're just um, a, 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 a very quick high, and then they're you know already going past you, but at a distance, you know. Yes. Um, yeah. And some would actually go out onto the road to get 
to let me go past, you know, to say, yes. Oh, yes, uh, yes, you are the pariah. Uh, yeah, we are yes, going to well, walk on the other side of the road or across the verge <laughs> to get away from you. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I get the message. I get the yeah. message. <laughs> you shouldn't the, be out there. That was the bizarre thing. It's like you never, you've ne- you never really see people walking down the middle of Mount Smart Road, the busy <laughs> road that it is. People would walk oh, down people the middle of the were, road yeah. to get, just to get, get away, away with that. Well, just, just to get to, away from that blind guy and his guide dog. That's right. It's the, blind, it's the blindness. It's contagious. Didn't you know? <laughs> but even just just for the, uh, I don't know, just the novelty of it, just walking down the middle of the road because you can, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We, there are several quite busy roads between us and the um, and the doctor's surgery, and we could cross all those roads um, without worrying about the audible traffic signals. I mean, we're so we're oh, so yeah. conditioned that we did cross when the audible traffic signals said cross now, but. It was very obvious to me that if it were not for the fact that we're just so blimmin' conditioned, we could have walked mm. across on without pushing the button. No, Dane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there's the button pushes that got talked about here, you know. Um, can you get catch corona off a traffic light? Um, well, you probably technically pre- can. So you yeah, pre- yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, and, you have to you know, san- hand sanitise when every time you cross the road. That, that yeah, was yeah. The, the interesting <laughs> thing that um, Auckland Transport did out here was they actually set timers on the crossing so you didn't actually have to push the buttons. Oh, did okay. they do that? Ah, okay. Yeah, they did. Mm, yes. Okay. Yeah, mm. I, saw, I saw publicity about it and, that, and I was like, okay. oh, that's interesting, mm. yeah. Hmm. When we so came, I guess, sorry. Yeah, when we came out of the, um, well, even during the lockdown, um, it was very nice of our authorities to give us free uh, taxi transport. Now, mm. during the oh. lockdown, <laughs> you could only do the free taxis for um, essential uh, medical services or whatever. Mm. But mm. then as, um, as we came out of the lockdown, they said, no, we're going to continue it till the end of June. So yep. we did have uh, a period of time where um, we could travel for free up to a maximum of eighty dollars, which is a you know that'll get a good you, amount. And this yeah, was just in the Auckland area or across, across the, country? the country? No, in, in, across the country. But the oh, eighty dollar maximum was Auckland, so um, other areas. Oh yeah, because it does vary. You, you might want to have a look at Palmerston North, where you yes, yeah, it very would have been quite quite, quite <laughs> yeah. low yeah. in Palmerston North, but yeah. um, but it was eighty dollars in Auckland, so that meant that um, not that I. Would, would begrudge going to my mother to see her, but if I go out to my mother's place in Papakura, um, it's going to cost me the best part of, you know, 80 to to $100 uh, because i got to go there and back, you see. So um, mm. the free taxi meant that I could I could go out and see her with, you know, as any son should, um, without it costing any money. So we... we, we oh, of course, and, especially and when it's free. Exactly, and, and just do things that... Um, needed to be done but but which perhaps you might not do uh in the same way if you knew you had it was going to cost you 20 or 30 dollars um so that was good it meant that we had some freedom uh to 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 just maybe buy things or go to places that we wouldn't normally Mm. go to Uh, i'm sure other other um disabled people on total mobility would have done would have done similar things and um uh, so that helped uh, during during that time, and um, as was, I said, it, it, it came to the yeah. The end it was it ended at the end of June. Mm. Imogen got a lot of play dates because of that. Did she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was good. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more than normal. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we started to we you know go out and 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 do some things um, um, that perhaps you wouldn't normally do. Mm. Yeah. And it is quite nice now that things are pretty much back to normal that we can actually now have meetings in person and all that kind of thing because while Zoom is good, it doesn't kind of make up for those after-meeting chats that we can now <laughs> <Yes>. have again. <laughs> that, that is true. And, um, I mean, in New Zealand, of course, and we know that there are people in Australia who have got um, real problems at the, at the moment, but – yeah. We're just very nervous about how long this is going to last in New Zealand. Yes. Uh, but right now, it does seem to be to be lasting. And um, although there's been a few um, uh, escapes, uh, as we've <laughs> talked about earlier, mm. they have been able to round those people up very, very quickly. And mm. um, um, but I was also interested, Elise, in your your comment earlier about the the guy who's taking your government to court and um, ah, another we were, Clive Clive we were, Palmer the yes, self-made billionaire self-made billionaire well that counts yes. me out I'm afraid but um, <laughs> um, even though we might share the same name but in New yeah. Zealand uh, a, a somebody has done it also and said the government yes. uh, didn't act lawfully in 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 and we I'm sort of watching that case with interest it's just come to mm. an end I suspect and I I don't know yes. I'm, I don't know whether. So, in what way did does he believe decision. the government didn't act uh, lawfully? Is this is in some sort the, of closure or lockdown? The argument, I think, is that the uh, Minister of Health exceeded his powers. Um, oh, okay. Because uh, the whole lockdown, I think, was an order under the Health Act. Yes, um, as as and, was. And um, and the argument was that that the Health Act doesn't doesn't provide for the kind of lockdown. No. Uh, See. That, exactly. That see, took place. Yeah. Yeah. But so I'm we're, just we're, interested to see because there's counter arguments too. You see, and I'm interested to see mm. how the how the judges will um, uh, uh, will deal with it. Will deal mm. with it. From, from a legal point of view, here, see, each of the health acts are, uh, that these uh, states of emergencies have been enacted under under various state and and, and um, uh, territory due restrictions. So. I don't think any of them include border closures. Now we have a constitution here in Australia which yes. prohibits prohibits um, you know people not having free trade and free intercourse. I think yes. it is. Yes, um, yes. Uh, through uh, you know through the through the travel That's of right. the states freedom and territories, and all that freedom sort of, of movement, yes, and all that sort yes, of stuff. Yes. But it is section ninety two of the Australian Constitution, and it isn't uh, it isn't that well written. So that's where the the challenge may well fall over. Uh, I guess it will be yes. depending on uh, the, um, the the discretion of the federal court judges or even the high court judges, which is where most constitutional law is is um, is decided or, right. or whatever in this country. And as a result, um, frankly, I, I yeah they, they 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 didn't write the constitution with a pandemic in mind. So you know, um, but at the moment, it is in my mind very very questionable from a constitutional. Um, you know, standpoint. Yeah, so I'll be very interested to see how it goes. Yeah, well, I'm interested too. Um, mm -hmm. But I guess also it it will have it will have something to do with the powers that 
governments can give themselves when they go into when an emergency, need. and they yeah. do have that those emergency powers. So I'm mm. sure that will also be relevant to. Uh, yeah, I'm just fascinated to see what the out- outcome. Oh, of that it's is. it's going to be interesting because you know um, these governments can enact. Well, it's almost like you know all of a sudden so, g- goodbye goodbye uh, goodbye democracy social ser- yeah goodbye oh, everything yeah, that yeah, we understand yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden uh, hello dictatorship yes, yes, and absolutely. Wh- yeah. whilst. Yeah, whilst it might be okay to a point, but when's it going to end? I mean, so my my Australia, my New Zealand is all been well. What we brought up to believe liberal democracy has just been thrown to the yes. four winds. Well, well, I mean, it's 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 interesting too because I um, everybody's sort of blaming Donald Trump in the United States for what's going on there, but the fact is, it's basically like fifty little countries within yes, well, that's true. A, a union um, and and in some ways yeah. he doesn't have the power to control what's happening in each of those individual states. That that's absolutely right. And but he does have obviously those federal um uh, powers mm. and he can as and as he is uh, sending troops into these places but also um, the criticism of of Donald Trump of course is the is just the lack of leadership that yeah, yeah. you know just yeah. the, the, yeah, the just... things the things that he's been saying haven't exactly um, I That's guess been conducive <laughs> to to getting those 50 states to um, 52 or whatever it is, but that's the mainland mm. states, I suppose. 50, 50 and a couple getting, of protectorates, mm. I think. Getting them to to mm. act in a in a in a more sort of concerted way. Um, so <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. Well, we have a similar problem here in Australia because the states here have actually sovereignty. They're sovereignty. Yes. They've yes. got their own uh, parliaments and governors. Yes. And as a result, um, you know, they are recognised under the crown. Mm-hmm. And it's generally speaking, generally speaking, without COVID and stuff, um, the federal law takes precedent for as long as the, um, you know, the, the for as long as the the area of disputation exists. Or words to that effect. So, mm-hmm. you know, but here the federal government, I, I just I often wonder here the federal government, for example, um, had it been John Howard, Bob Hawke, Paul Keating. Even Kevin Rudd, uh, Gough Whitlam, those sort of promises, would they have let the states have as much control? Or would have they have enacted some sort of uh, sort of guys, you know, we've, I know it's like we are six yeah. or eight, if you include the territories, different countries here. And, and I'm an Australian. I'm not a Victorian. I'm an Australian. And, yeah. and it, it, it does trouble me. It really does. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Anyway, I mean, look, at, at some point you, you have to accept things that they are the way they are but you know as much as we can have a bit of a laugh about these guys um, going to court um, they are still establishing an important uh, matter of principle whatever it turns out to be and um, so I'm, yes. I am interested to see both those cases. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. They, I, d- I hadn't realised there was one running in New yeah, Zealand as yeah, well. So is, yeah, yes. I've learnt, yeah, that is, I've learnt something. And it'd be very interesting to watch both but, yours and but ours. But also, mm. also, it's going to make it very interesting for anybody studying law in the future too. Oh, yes. With, oh, definitely. With, with everything that's going on. So anybody mm. studying history and law and all that sort of thing, it's, it's going to be quite yeah. a bit of material to get their teeth into. I think yep. it's been so mm. interesting, though, that absolutely no one predicted COVID-19, let alone what needs to happen in an environment like that. And so there's mm. going to be, um, yes, some terrible things are happening to the economies right around the world, absolutely terrible things. But um, mm. the upside is that the world has to be rebuilt and, and our yeah. own areas of the world have to be rebuilt. 
And I think um, I want to believe um, that there are going to be some really positive lessons out of this and that we will try and rebuild um, in, in a better way. Um, and and I mean, at, at the bare minimum, um, the need to get everybody online and the ability of the government to be able to get messages to every household um, has been clearly um, articulated. And even in, in, mm. in New Zealand, um, never mind what we might think of Alexa, um, the government has given the Foundation of the Blind enough money for three and a half thousand Alexas. Now, now yeah. all, all we need now is um, the Alexa skills that the Foundation have written for the library. Oh, Thomas will be wrapped that it's Alexa, oh, not well, Google. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that the, that the Alexa skills for the Foundation library will include the ability to do broad, broadcast messages, because if, it, if yeah. that is is built in. I mean, we had we had all the provision for that on the Daisy Online Protocol in in two thousand and eight, and we had the mm. we showed New Zealand how to do it, and they didn't do it. And eight twelve years later, when we needed the ability to do broadcast messages, we didn't have it. We haven't yeah, got didn't it. really have mm. it. But we but we got through but, all the same. Know, uh, mm. yeah. yeah, and so things yeah. are being learned, and um, I, I think. Uh, um, those um, we'll see where those Alexas go, and they may even still um, turn their attention to the Google um, devices as well. Well, I think mm. so. I think they're both. I think they're seriously, they're both good devices. Yes, I just yes. remember Thomas going. Around. I know. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's like spooking this thing, and we all knew about Siri. We didn't know about Google back it's then. Certainly, um, <laughs> um, if for no other reason than people want choice, and so. If they're not allowed to have Google Home, then the foundation's going to, you know, have to deal with the fact that that they need that they need to think about more more choices for people. Well, being cross-platform, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah because I, I don't know how popular the Google Homes are in New Zealand, but they're very, very popular oh, they're, they're, here. No, they're popular, but um, like I said, the because Blind Low Vision is gone with the Alexa, that's the only show in town. If you want, oh, yeah, a bit like Vision Australia there, and the famous yeah, Jaws yeah, and Zoom text yeah, type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. else got to look in. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Jaws and Windows, but, rather. So yeah. you do get a bit of that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whereas, whereas me being curious, I decided to investigate both, and they've they've both got their merits and they've both got their downsides and their upsides yeah, yeah, and yeah. and that. But uh, yes, but also I I also like to think that this period of time is a chance for people to actually take a breath and in some way reset the clock from our very fast paced life and mm. take into account of what's actually important. Absolutely. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, um, because too often we we forget about that, and that was, I mean, like Cena was saying on her um, when she recorded the telephone information service line uh, about the fact of families, and I enjoyed that too, listening to parents and children out and about together, and that, and the fact that people were actually popping their heads over the fence if they were doing the gardening and you're out and about and saying hello, neighbours yeah. don't do that the same these days and, and all of a sudden they were doing it again. Yeah. Mm. 
Unfortunately, mm. um, Carolyn, I don't think it's going to last very long. No. I'm, no. I'm afraid you know, it's already becoming a distant memory. <laughs> well, for you guys, we're, we're back in it. It's well, an awful yeah, exactly. feeling you're going to be going yeah. bloody backwards. Well, yes, so well we, I mean, and that can happen here we, too. We are so watching yes, you with yes. very, very nervously because uh, it just needs a couple well, of idiots in New Zealand. It's not about being bad mouthing yeah, millions. One spark to light, yeah, no, one, one spark to light the match and boom, right, up yeah. she goes. Yeah. Only now, just in the headphones, I got a tweet or a Courier Mail thing from Queensland saying there are three. Now they've revised up their their two people in Queensland earlier today is now three. Oh, is it? Okay. So you know, Palajay, there you so, go. She'll be isolating the Gold Coast next. Yes. yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so it, it, it's not going to be. You know, it, it, we we can't really go for elimination unless everybody was just literally locked in cages. It's only going to be an eradication, and we have to. There are the, the bird, there are our birdies. They're back again. Yes, yeah. they're back again. Um, we've heard them on previous podcasts uh, since we've been down here at the porch. But uh, yeah, I, I meant to say until there's a vaccine, we have to either we we, we may have to make some serious decisions on how yes. to deal with this. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, has, it, has there been anything that's made you two, I guess you could say, reflect or be stronger people since this corona stuff happened that over the last few months you might sort of think about? I guess, um, well, we were talking just before about, um, you know, just what we have learned uh, from this. One thing that I have noticed is, and I, I, I think Mary and I are both um, pretty compliant people. So if 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 you know if we go into lockdown then or into whatever restrictions, then we tend to just go along with it. What we're seeing, of course, is a bit of evidence of some people really pushing back and say they've had enough of this. And so we're seeing that kind of um, anti-authority um, yeah, the, kind of individual the, uh, push, behaviour. Pushback. Yeah, saying it's my right to do this rather, and it's about the me rather than the us. Us, yeah. Um, mm. And um, and we we might see that in New Zealand. Uh, well, we do see a bit of it, but um, if if that takes hold um, in New Zealand, then obviously we're going to have a very divided um, uh, approach to as to, it's becoming uh, here. Uh, yes, I think we're seeing the evidence of that in in, in well, especially in since the mask uh, requirement yes, came yeah. in a week ago. Yeah, we're getting yes, we're yes. getting we're getting all sorts of bush lawyers. You'd love it, yes, uh, yeah, uh, Clive. Sure, yeah. We're all getting all sorts of bush lawyers running up to various places saying, "You can't you can't make me wear this mask. You you're, yeah. mask. You're discriminating against me because yeah. I'm a woman." Yes, I think, yes, um, yes. Okay. people will try any argument. But, yeah. um, one of the uh, it, it's, it's sad um, because it I is, think that yeah. if the if the the real problem is, you see, that if the population or a very significant portion of the population um, does rebel, you actually can't no. stop it. You know, no, and that's the unless thing. You ha- unless you have like like a civil war or a, mm-hmm. a martial, martial yeah. law, martial you can't yeah. stop it. So no. it, it, that, I think, is a real learning. Um, mm-hmm. it, it means well, that a lot of what we take for granted in, in life in terms of the you know, the stability of life and just knowing that you are safe depends on everybody feeling and acting in that way. And as soon as there is something that really cuts through that, it's scary because you then say, well, actually, as a blind person, um, you know, what do I do? Do I go out or do I just try and, do, and you know, ride it, home. ride it out at home as much as I yeah. can? And yeah, so that's been think- a bit of a point of reflection for me. 
It has been for me too because, you know, they've got one... They say that people are only going to tolerate three lockdowns. Yes. Victoria has now used two of their three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, will, 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 a, will a New Zealand-style lockdown here fly? I doubt it. And mm. But that's Victoria and other due restrictions. They might, oh, beauty, we've got another two to go. Let's, let's lock ourselves yeah. down. But in, in essence, regardless of how you feel about it, could we really sustain that? I mean, to say, think about this, Clive. If, if Victoria comes out of this in... in in say August and things start opening up in September again and then all of a sudden something goes wrong with the aged care sector or some more I guess you could say amorous randy security mm. guards uh, in October we're locked down again in October and November how, how, how much can we really oscillate between lockdown and non-lockdown really I'd, well I'd... yeah that but and and that is that is where you realize that um, society is only as good as it's sort of almost its weakest links and yep. um uh, but you see, the alternative is if you if you do nothing, what's actually going to happen? And I know that that there are some uh, quite cynical um, people who would say, "Well, it, it's only the elderly that are that mm. are going to cop it." But actually, what really happens, I think, is that when you have too many people for the hospitals to cope with yes, now needing ventilators, mm. the people. Um, like Boris Johnson, for example, if he hadn't been able to get to hospital or to intensive care, yes, would he, he have survived? He, he survived. Probably not. Right? He survived he because survived? of the NHS. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Mm, yeah. So if your hospital system is overloaded and you can't go, you know, there's nowhere for you to go, then I think you're looking at a different scenario Um not just the elderly, but but just people. Because well, younger people can spread it yeah, back absolutely. to the elderly. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, they yes. they may not come down with it as bad, or even we have seen cases where they have. You know, it yes, absolutely. And some people have really been knocked around knocked. and mm. had a kind of muscle wastage thing going on, and yep. and long periods of fatigue. You know, it's, yes, and you talked about for the some fatigue. People, yeah. It has really been, um, and we're not talking elderly. We're just talking mm. people in their maybe third. So, yep. so I think it's a scary thought that if um, if society pushes back to the point where we can't actually deal with it in a societal way, and we're just ending up um, with it with the virus running rampant until there is a, a vaccine, I don't think it's a good out. You know, to me, it's a it's not a good look. Mm. So I don't know what we have to do or whether we can do anything. And I, I, I think, you know, this is a big learning for me. I don't think mm. we've had um, an example. We haven't had a war, you know, for our generation. But it, but you, I guess you could almost make a Indeed. draw a comparison with, you know, what sort of things happen in society. May have in society during the wars, yeah. 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 Like it's, that it's, kind of, with that kind of thing happening. Yeah. It's it's interesting because um, my mum talks about the polio epidemic yes. yeah. and and how they weren't During they the weren't World permitted War. to go to school. Yeah, yes. they weren't they weren't permitted to go to school. Well, even even later than that, Mary, it was um, sort of mid forties and that because my mum was born forty two, right. and um, she wasn't allowed to go to school, mm. and. Um, she said it was interesting. They weren't, you know, um, children still played in the streets and that sort of thing. Yeah. And the one child in the street that wasn't allowed to go out and play with everyone else was the one child that actually got polio. Mm, yeah. And, so you know, um, 
It is it is sad, and now people are suffering the effects from that later. So it's even if younger people get this virus now, are they going to be that generation that gets something in their older years as a result That's of it? Possible. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Mm. Well, one of the things that we'll be um, watching really closely will, of course, be the upcoming election here, which is on the September the nineteenth. Mm. And and oh, early early voting, too, yes. I think, is starting as early as the fifth of September, if not sooner. Uh, for, yeah, fortnight um, earlier, I think. And so, mm. and so, um, at the moment, the theory is that um, Jacinda will get back in probably with the support. I was going to say, anyone for a tip? No, actually, <laughs> I, 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 I actually agree with that theory. I think it will happen. Yeah. That Jacinda gets bang? Yeah. Um, it's very likely, I think. Every time um, I predict something, uh, it goes bang, so I'm not keen on predicting it. But what I'm, but what I'm really... <laughs> what, oh, oh, give us some fun, Mary. Give us some fun. <laughs> What's, your tip? What's your tip, Mary? But what, but what I'm really worried about is that the actual style of the two um, leading parties is quite different. And, and, yeah. um, and I really hope that we can at least have another term of just well-being focus you know we, we there are so many people in New Zealand that are below the poverty line we've been ignoring it the, the benefit system was cut back by the right-wing government in 1991 and we still haven't got mm. back to where we were at that point um, there's a, yeah. a terrific amount of of poverty and 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 of course with unemployment heading towards well, is predicted to head towards nine, ten, maybe even more percent. Um, if we don't yeah. control this properly, there will be riots, and and so we'll yeah. just. The, and the interesting thing, of course, is that um, as a result of that switch, um, that change with COVID, etc., um, some people now are experiencing unemployment who wouldn't normally expect to, mm. and yep. they're suddenly realising how hard it is to live. <laughs> Well, um, it's inter- yeah, it's interesting because uh, I've often made the point that a lot of the decisions made here by our politicians, senior bureaucrats, and chief medical officers are by people who are not going to experience unemployment no. for a while. That's right. Yeah, I was exactly. But there must be other people who do, and as a result, they are going to find it very difficult. I think. I yeah. think too. Um, earlier this week, I was at a meeting, and somebody was talking about filling in. There's a particular um, job support thing. The, benefit that's come out which um, gives quite a lot more money than is available for the unemployment benefit and the idea is to keep people going um, for I think it lasts only for about three it's months a short it's term, a short term benefit yeah, yeah. Mm. but the process as somebody said the process of filling in that form is so mana reducing as in mana as in the, uh, the self-image the multi word for your own well-being and mm. so the whole form the whole mm. process is belittling you know it but of course yes, all the yes. all the um people who are regularly on benefits say well just yeah, to win the club get, you know that's what, that's yeah that's what we, we've had to yeah we suck it up we've had to do this for years we've had <laughs> to tell right. uh, we've had we're to tell people what color underwear we got in the drawer <laughs> and how much money we have or haven't got we're blind and, every year um, we're yeah, blind every, right, year. every year yeah whereas right. yeah, and, and it might be a good lesson to some of yeah you put people mm. through these hoops because you haven't had to do it yourself mm. but it, now it you is, do it is interesting because i heard a story the other day in the radio this chap was talking and he was an airline pilot 
and he needed to work. He didn't want to be on the benefit. So he said, I took a job on a dairy farm. He mm-hmm. said, I've never, yep. never been near a farm in my entire life. He said, I got the training. And he said, I'm actually really enjoying the job. Yes, it doesn't mm. pay as much as I was earning. But he mm. said, heck, I don't mind the change. Yeah, exactly. So I thought, yeah. that, that's a positive yeah. way. There is yeah. a bit of yeah. that yeah. happening. There absolutely. Because... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, people are learning how, how to pick they... fruit and all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> did, so, was there any major impact for your business, Mary and Clive? No, um, during... no. We uh, we were lucky because government decided, or actually, Blind Citizens New Zealand advocacy was so strong that a lot of effort went mm-hmm. into producing Braille. And we weren't producing the government braille quite so much, but there were two or three reports that came out. One of them was a massive thing mm. making um, disability rights real, which is out in the um, public arena now. Um, mm. There were some key reports that, that we got to do. Um, and so, no, we, we couldn't claim for reduction in income. It was... Um, not that our income's poor, and, but and I think also, it has um, yeah, I mean, it, it, so in some mm. ways we've we, we've got more work now than or, well, Mary has than um, than maybe would have otherwise been the case, and perhaps another reason for that is if you know our main the main producer of course is is blind low vision, um, but. Of course, they were also locked down um, during, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, and so I would think that their whole work program of brailing for the schools, etc., might be, you know, behind um, behind their uh, I don't deadlines, etc. So they could even get so, in to run the embosses, whereas our embosses are down in the garage. Well, the only time we don't so, run um, is, is after hours when we just potentially disturb the neighbours. You don't want to disturb that's the right. neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Sound like all the machine guns from um, World War III. Even at the end of that wonderful long driveway you've got. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's been, it's been, it's been um, good in that respect from our point of view. That's good. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you to the both of you. It, this has been... Oh, it's been great. It has been great. It's been fantastic. So, oh, well, thanks for... Anything else, Elise? Um, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm going to call this a special edition, like we did with the Pococks mm. of the uh, Kiwi and the EMU, because we've gone well over time. But I think every minute of this has been a. Uh, I, I just just love talking to you guys. I, I, I wish I had more time to talk to you. I really do, especially before we came on air and opened the mm. recording. But uh, it's it's always great to catch up. But you're so insightful, the pair of you, and I've really enjoyed it. So thank you. Well, it's been a while since we've seen you over on this side of the Tasman, at least. So um, maybe one of these yes, days. I know. I'm we are friends. It's going to be a while before you can it, come it again. It might be a little while. In New Zealand, it might be a little while. Tra- yeah. Flights well, from Australia till the end of August, know. at least. And then you you have to be you have to be grounded for mm. a fortnight before you can. Well, we do. If yeah. we come over now, yes, I've been wanting to come over with a friend, and yeah. we've decided no, uh, not if you've got yeah. to self-isolate oh. for two weeks. It would just spoil it, and then probably mm. self-isolate when we got back. There's six. If you want a two-week holiday. That you've just blown away six weeks of your life. It's, Forget it. It's just, um, it's just not practical. No, the, I'd come um, there for six weeks anytime. But we look but forward to seeing you when you do. And I um, had my uh, trips started to be arranged for the end of March, but something well, told me not to yeah. book it. We've got this a was this year, and it, of course, by that time, Corona had come along. Sorry, mm. we sorry, are bye. planning to come to Melbourne. And, 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 oh, please do. For the round table next uh, week. Yeah. <laughs> 
but not uh, counting yes. on it because I think anything could happen between Anything could then. happen because that's where I last saw Mary. Clive, I haven't seen you since I was there, but uh, de- definitely, definitely. Uh, we, you'll have we had, to, you'll we had have a great to time there. I know, it's always good to come to Melbourne. Tickets, yeah, yes, well, yes. in fact, um, it was Queensland and it was so interesting because I, I got back from Queensland. It was, great. it was terrific. Got back from Queensland. Three days later, someone was killed. Um, run over by an e-scooter on the footpath within half a kilometre of the hotel we stayed in. Yeah. Oh, the ridges, and, yes. And I just, yes, I just thought, oh my goodness, that could have been us. And mm. it was only about three days later, mm. and those wretched e-scooters. Those bloody lines, oh, lime yeah. scooters. Yeah. Are all yeah. They're all around Brisbane, and... Uh, yeah. Yeah, and we, it's just, it, you can just visualise it, couldn't you, just in mm. South Brisbane there, you know. And, uh, you know, we had a ball, especially the last night um, when we were yes. sitting there have our, at, our, at our dinner, geeking. We'll yeah, come well, back you... and talk about that in the lighter moments, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yes, sounds good. <laughs> it does. So I will, uh, I will say thank you to Clive... And Mary Snackenberg for your wonderful time and we'll be back with more in a moment. You're listening to this. You're listening to this special edition of the Kiwi and the Emu with uh, Clive and Mary from uh, Rimura, Auckland and uh, this is where we get to really know our guests. Hello, we're back again and they're still here. <laughs> now, this dinner, Mary... Are you still there? Uh, yes, yes, I'm still there. I'm trying to remember what on yeah, you, you, Some Somebody. You, did, you didn't tell me what was being raffled, Elise. And what, yeah. oh, <laughs> I, I, I thought you, you, know, you, know what's, you know what got raffled. Yes, I do now. <laughs> I, uh, well, everybody knows. I won that's the right. iPad that that's was right. uh, courtesy of our friends in, in WA who, who yes. donated it to Roundtable. Uh, and I still have it. It's actually inside here in my bedroom where I'm staying. I have used it for many, many things. Um, anyway, so I win the. I couldn't believe it. Cause you were lucky. <laughs> I, I was very. I couldn't believe it. I hardly win anything, of course. And the, you know, the winner of the iPad, they had a first, second, third prize. It was at least Lonsdale. I went, what? <laughs> you know, so I was sitting next to. I think it was Jamie Kelly. Yes, it was, and a couple of others. Anyway, so I get this device, and someone actually offered me six hundred bucks on the spot for it too. Wow. No, no, no. That, that would be that would be wrong. I'm not gonna. I, I won it in good faith. I'll accept it in good faith and I will use it and I've loved it it's been good not to mention that there are three other iPads in my in my ownership now sure <laughs> so the bottom line is they all have their place you know because mm. some of them have got keyboards on them and some of them are used for training and that particular one has actually been a good option for some of my clients to, to purchase anyways of course we turn around and there's Mary and uh, Paul at the adjacent table and I think Tristan Clare from Sydney and a handful of others and somebody said just here we are in this dinner. Just tear a bit of paper off. Tear a bit of that outlying plastic off. And I'm going, mm, should I? Nah. <laughs> then somebody did, and I'm not sure that it was Mary or somebody in that little party of ours. It can't just tear, just make the first tear in the in the plastic. Well, why don't you open the lid? Somebody said. <laughs> oh, take the lid off the box. I suppose I, I still shouldn't really be setting it up until I get home later. Well, I suppose it is very easy to turn it on, isn't it? <laughs> By the end of the dinner, <laughs> we had this fully configured, because yeah. I had a mobile modem with me, had this fully configured, downloaded from iCloud all the backup and stuff that it's associated yeah, yeah, yeah. with, yeah. iPad ready for use. And who was egging me? And who was egging me on? Mary. It was Mary and Paul. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was a great night. Yeah. It was fun. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. has gone relatively yes. quiet. To be, to be perfectly <laughs> honest, I can't actually remember what what was what was happening at that particular moment, but I'm sure I'm probably. Oh well, I do have audio. Oh. I do have audio of it. It went out on the ABC oh, group. It. Oh, very good. <laughs> it did. It, that was hilarious. Very good. Well, we probably did encourage you to have a go. You probably did. So yes. you, you probably were enjoying the vino a bit? Oh, well, as we do. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so I was about, about to ask. Was there any particularly funny moment during our lockdown? Comes well, to not really. The only the only thing I was thinking about is I looked at your notes and thought, oh gosh, what's happened? And of course, I got so used to free taxi fares, and the other day I nearly got out of the car without paying, and I kind of felt hugely <laughs> embarrassed about that because. Um, but the driver thought, fortunately, the driver thought it was very funny. Um, I was, Hang on a second, I, I haven't paid you. That was before he'd asked me. But, um, yes, it, it got to be really nice to be able to leap out of the car and not have to worry about it. Mm. Yeah, so you're going to miss the free taxi rides. Well, they've stopped now, haven't they? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yes. Yeah, it's all back, to, all back to being paid. Like you said, you got out and didn't pay. <laughs> How about you, Clive? Any uh, funny anecdotal or funny stories you want to share before we hit the one hour and a half mark here? No, he's actually disappeared. Something's happened. Um, and oh, I think I can, he hear, I can hear him talking downstairs, but who knows who to. Uh-oh. Earth to Clyde. Come in, Clyde. Have I... Um, uh, he's back. Yes, he did. Have I accidentally pushed my mute button? I think I... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. 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 pushed my mute button. Sorry. Yes, no, nothing funny happened to me. I was just um, laughing at Mary's uh, at Mary's incident. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why you went mute. You didn't want to hear us. Hear yeah, that's giggle. right. Oh, well. <laughs> No, uh, Mary and Clive, thank you so much. It was it was really good hearing how things were for you guys during this unique time in our history. So um, thank you very much. Yeah, nice uh, pleasure talking to, to you both. And Elise, I'm um, looking forward to when you can come over to New Zealand again. Oh, me too. Uh, <laughs> but so it'll be exciting. a while, I think, the way I things so. are at the moment. It's not going to be in the near future. But, um, yeah, great to, to talk to you guys. And, uh, and, and, and look, thanks for doing this, um, this show, this regular podcast. It's, um, it's been really interesting. Thanks, Clive, for coming on. Thanks for your very kind comments. And, Mary, it's been lovely to have you on as well because, you know, it's been said by Karen and Murray and a number of others on here that it's, you know, it's good. It's a good public service uh, and it will be good for the uh, people in the future, the archivists, you know, who are going to archivists who are going to look or dig all this up and say, hmm, what was yeah, that yeah. part okay. of history really like? Thank you. Okay. Thanks very much. Excellent. Cheers then. Lana Thompson from WA, from Perth. So we're going to go straight from Auckland right across the continent to Western Australia. And we're going to go to suburban Perth to find out how Lana and her family have gotten on during the lockdowns and how things are sort of returning to normal. But Western Australia are seceding because they haven't opened their border either. So then life goes on pretty much in the West, but they don't want to talk to the Easterners. But that's not unusual because all of Australasia, be it New Zealand or Australia or the States, we all, well, we all love each other but you know the deal. If you pick on one, you pick on two, the Kiwi and the Hemu.